0: Time is 5.01. <clears throat> this meeting is being held in person. Members of the public may attend the meeting to observe and provide public comment at the physical meeting location or by calling into the meeting by dialing one 655 one and using access code 25981672738 and the webinar password is 1234. Please ensure you are in a quiet location, speak clearly, and turn off background sounds such as televisions, phones, and radios. Wait for the item you would like to address to be called. When prompted, press star three to be added to the queue. The system will notify you when you are in line. Callers will hear silence when waiting for your turn to speak. Operator will unmute When prompted, callers will have the standard three minutes to provide public comment. You may also watch live at www.sfgovtv.org. Item one, roll call. President Stephen Nakajo. Present. Vice President Army Morgan.
1: Present.
0: Commissioner Catherine Feinstein is excused. Commissioner Marcy Frazier. Commissioner Paula Collins and chief of department janine nicholson
2: Present.
0: president Nakajo will now read the land acknowledgement
1: thank you madam secretary the San Francisco fire commission acknowledges that we are on the unceded and homeland of the rahmatusha ohlone who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco peninsula as the indigenous stewards of this land in accordance with the tradition The Ramatush Ohlone have never ceased, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as caretakers of this place, as well as for all people who reside in this traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramatush Ohlone community, and by affirming their sovereign rights as first people. Secretary
0: item 2 general public comment members of the public may address the Commission for up to three minutes on any matter within the Commission's jurisdiction that does not appear on the agenda Speakers shall address their remarks to the Commission as a whole and not to individual commissioners or department personnel commissioners are not to enter into debate or discussion with the speaker the lack of a response by the commissioners or department personnel does not necessarily constitute agreement with or support of statements made during public comment.
1: Madam Secretary, is there any public comment on virtual as well as in the public chamber?
0: I don't see anybody approaching the podium and there is nobody on the call in line. Thank you very much, Madam Secretary. Public comment is closed.
1: Public comment is closed.
0: Item two, I'm sorry, item three, approval of the minutes. Discussion and possible action to approve the meeting minutes from the regular meeting on May 10th, 2023.
1: All right. is there any public comment on uh, approval of the minutes?
0: There is nobody approaching the podium and nobody on the public comment line.
1: Thank you, madam Secretary. public comment is closed. Are there any questions, discussions from the commissioners?
3: I'd like to make a motion to approve the minutes.
1: Thank you very much, Vice President Morgan. Thank you very much, Commissioner Fraser, for a second.
0: President Nakajo, how do you vote? I vote aye. And Commissioner Collins, how do you vote? The motion is unanimous.
1: Madam Secretary.
0: Item four, Chief of Department's report. Report from Chief of Department Janine Nicholson on current issues, activities, and events within the department since the Fire Commission meeting On May 10, 2023, including budget, academies, special events, communications, and outreach to other government agencies and the public, and report from Administration Deputy Chief Tom O'Connor on the administrative divisions, fleet and facility, status and updates, finance, support services, and an update from Assistant Deputy Chief Erica Arteseros-Brown of Homeland Security. Thank you, Madam Secretary. Good evening, Chief. Good
4: evening, President Nikajo, Vice President Morgan, Commissioner Frazier, Commissioner Collins, Maureen, Command Staff. I'm Chief Janine Nicholson, and this is my report since our last uh, commission meeting. The budget is um, just about finalized with the Mayor's Budget Office. Um, the Mayor has to submit her budget on June 1st. So we will know for sure then, Um, we have a pretty good idea right now, but we will know for sure then uh, what's in our budget moving to the Board of Supervisors, and Mark Corso, Director Corso, will be here to um, uh, give you an update and answer any questions at the next commission meeting. (coughs) Um, A couple weeks ago, I had a meeting with Supervisor Aaron Peskin and uh, Chief Darius Lutrup uh, was there with me, as well as um, folks from the MTA and the Mayor's Office about um, challenges with these autonomous vehicles that we've been having. And um, you know, we we've seen more and more problems um, each week, and. Uh, we were also interviewed by, I was interviewed, as was Jeff Tomlin, by NBC New York. Um, and I think we sent you, we should have sent you the, the clip of that. I don't know if we did. If we didn't, we will. Um, but we were interviewed about autonomous vehicles and some of the challenges that they pose for us. So there are more discussions to be had, and I would imagine that um, President Peskin will likely call uh, for a hearing on it. So more to follow on that. We had the Los Angeles County Fire Department chief and some of his staff uh, met with Chief Sean Buford and um, the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Office and I was able to sit in on some of that meeting. Uh, went really well. They were really grateful for all of our input and they are pretty much trying to, um, uh, you know, replicate some of the things that, that we've done. I attended the St. Anthony's Penny Pitch with Chief Artisteros Brown and uh, the mayor was not there nor was uh, the police chief who I usually go up against but I beat Greg Sir so that's really all that matters in that one. Um, We had the James Gallagher interstation run at Lake Merced. and we had uh, a great turnout. And Station Forty One, uh, which is a single engine company, won uh, for the um, because they had so much, um, so many folks uh, running in it or um, volunteering. Station Seven was the double company that won, and the Division of Training uh, also had a strong, strong showing. And I think our eightest, our our oldest runner was. 85 years old, retired firefighter, Dominic Spinetta. So um, he he doesn't miss a run. It's pretty incredible. Um, We had a labor management meeting um, with uh, President Floyd Rollins and um, Adam Wood and and others and brought along um, our new um, uh, soon-to-be deputy chiefs, um, Lutrup and Kailoa, whom I will introduce at the end of this, Um, and... uh, it was a good meeting and um, we have a good relationship and they are also going to be sending a letter if they haven't already to the mayor's budget office, to the mayor's office basically about um, uh, budget needs for the department. So it really, um, it really serves us well when we're both, when we're on the same page as one another and uh, not telling the mayor's office different needs. So, um, <coughs> I'm grateful for that. You may have seen there was a press conference for the opioid litigation um, on the steps of City Hall last week with David Chu, our city attorney, and um, the, uh, the um, hundreds of millions of dollars that we are, that the city is getting is still not enough, um, but uh, I attended that and I know that uh, Deputy Chief Sandy Tong and others um, ha- played, a, played a large role in that and had to be interviewed um, by our uh, attorneys etc so um, grateful for that um, <clears throat> I went to a true San Francisco event that was super fun um, it was the uh, San Francisco's first drag laureate event and um, it was uh, it was super fun it was at the LGbtq center and um, and uh, the mayor was there and and supervisors, et cetera. But apparently we're the first we are the first uh certainly in the nation to have a drag laureate and uh so true San Francisco, I love it. I also attended the wake of one of our um retired members, Jack McCloskey, who's actually my second proby boss. Um, and uh if we can close the meeting in, in memory of him, that would be wonderful, Jack McCloskey. <clears throat> I met with our new, um, our new uh, 9910s, who are the um, interns from City EMT. that are gonna be doing their 500 hours on the ambulance. So I met with them last week and they're a good group and um, it's exciting to see this um, program continuing. That same day, we had an H three level one graduation. We had our EMT graduation out on Treasure Island, and um, there were 17 graduates, I believe. And out of those graduates, six of them came through the city EMT um, program, which is pretty cool. So um, it's it started to open up a little 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 pipeline. Um, we had interviews for Ramon Serrano's position, um, as you know he will be leaving, um, for the Assistant Deputy Chief of Support Services and we selected Mike Mullen and um, he'll be in here at the next uh, meeting most likely to, um, to meet everyone. We had a boot camp for our um, candidates for the next Firefighter Academy and uh, I wish you two were there to show them how it's done <clears throat> but um, it is a really—it's the second boot camp we've had for these young people, so it, it gives us a really good idea of who's in shape and ready for things, and um, who's not and needs to work on, and what they need to work on. Um, so uh, we will be selecting the uh, new class. Um, it begins at the end of June, so we'll be selecting it in probably the first week of June. And then, of course, you all know, it is EMS Appreciation Week. And I went to uh, Station 49 on Monday. Um, we bought them uh, peasant pies for uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So uh, there were hundreds of them over there. Um, we like to feed them uh, during EMS Appreciation Week. And I know uh, they were fed yesterday and today by, by others as well. Um, I think they had banh mi sandwiches today. So, um, and it was just nice to see a lot of um, folks that work on the ambulance and, um, and uh, interact with them. And I also went over to our community paramedicine hub and um, met with some folks over there. Yesterday, we had the EMS awards ceremony over in the auditorium at the main library. and. This is an award ceremony put on by the local EMS agency, that is the sort of oversight body for our folks and their, um, you know, EMT and paramedic um, certifications, licenses, and there were, um, I think there were, eight, eight awards, and um, I'm happy to say that, we scooped up five of them. Um, so, uh, they give one to, um, folks that are working in a hospital, they gave, um, another one to a sheriff's deputy who saved someone's life, they gave another one to a dispatcher who, um, helped save, uh, that young child, the 10-month-old that had the, um, accidental fentanyl overdose, and then, um, for our folks, we had, um, uh, Nicholas Koo, um, who is, um, paramedic who, uh, hasn't even been with us, I think, maybe a year, and he's just made an incredible impact. He, has, um, he is multilingual, and he has created videos in Cantonese and Mandarin for the Chinese community on how to do CPR. Um, and he also um, was able, y- you may understand this, uh, Commissioner Frazier, but he um, actually performed a needle. Um, how do you say it, Sandy? Cricothyrotomy, yeah, cricothyrotomy on somebody um, in the field and saved their life. So somebody had facial trauma, so we could not intubate them. So he went through their neck with a needle and put a little breathing tube in that way, it saved the person's life, and it's amazing. Um, so just really a wonderful young person who's really um, added a lot to our department. Um, we also had paramedic squat, Wagness, who, has developed all sorts of pediatric um, uh, reference guides for folks in terms of um, because it can be really confusing when you're in the midst of a pediatric resuscitation or a critical pediatric call to figure out how much of the medication you have to give because it's based on kilos. So he made up a guide for, um, for uh, everyone and, um, a- as well as other things that he's done. And then um chris couch she works on our ems6 community paramedicine with our um, frequent callers Uh, she won um, uh, the community the first uh, community paramedic um, award uh, that was awarded this year to her and then uh, chief michael mason also from community paramedicine uh, won an award um, for his uh, wonderful administrative skills and um forethought in all things community paramedicine and then today as you know we had the art installation at 49. thank each and every one of you for attending Um, it was a fun event for me and um, as you know we had the mayor and supervisor walton there and uh, much of our command staff so thank you all for for being there and um, at this time i would just like to invite um Darius Lutrup and Shane Kylo, if you guys can come up. I know I didn't tell you I was gonna do this to you, but come on up and just say hello, and um, so they uh, can put a face to our new CD2 and new CD3 uh, who will be taking over officially on July 1st. Darius, please. Thank
3: you. Good
5: evening, President Ocasio, Vice President Morgan, Commissioner Fraser, Commissioner Collins, Maureen, uh, Chief. Good to see you all again. Obviously, we saw each other earlier, and thank you for attending. I'm Chief Darius Lutrup, and I presented last time and gave my biography, so I present to you, Chief Shankailoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good evening, President Nakajio, Vice President Morgan, Commissioners Frazier, Collins, Chief Nicholson, Maureen, ADC Kailoa. I just wanna thank you for this opportunity, Chief Nicholson, and your confidence and support and trust in Chief Lutrup and I, and I want to thank you all for your opportunity. I look forward to working with the commission more. And I want to thank the deputy, both deputies. I've worked <laughs> under both admin and ops, and I can't think of any two that are better. And I just want to thank you for your support uh, as I've been the trading chief. And I look forward to working with you all. Thank you.
4: Thank you, guys, appreciate it. Chief Postel, is this your last meeting? Why don't you come up and have a little word then?
5: Good evening, Commissioners. Uh, President Akajo, Vice President Morgan, Commissioners Fraser, Collins, Chief Bob Postel, Deputy Chief of Operations for now. <laughs> uh, I will be out of town at the next commission meeting in the beginning of June, so I will not be attending. I hadn't planned to say anything tonight but I can't speak off the cuff if I need to. (laughs) So what I would like to say before I go to the commission is first of all, thank you to each and every one of you and Commissioner Feinstein who's not here for the teamwork and the dedication and the commitment to the fire department that you show us. You have the connections and the political um, ability to help us navigate the different challenges we have in this city. And the support that this commission shows to this fire department is a big part of why we're as successful as we are. Uh, I want to thank Chief Nicholson for this opportunity. Um, it went by. The days went, were long, but the months were very short, if that makes sense. There was a lot of challenges. There was a lot of battles. But I think we had a great team between uh, Chief and Sandy and Tom and myself, and, and I wouldn't trade a minute of it. Um, And lastly, I wanna thank everybody in the field for the job that they do every day. This fire department, as you've heard me say many, many times, is the best fire department, not in America, but in the world. And the way we do things is the envy of everybody in the world. And if it were not, for the assistant chiefs that are sitting here tonight and the other four who are out there leading the men and women of this fire department every single day and what they do at not just fires, but MCIs and shootings and stabbings and every other type of incident that we respond to. It's the leadership of the assistant chiefs, the battalion chiefs and the company officers and the dedication of the firefighters who become those lieutenants and captains and chiefs later in their career. That's what makes this organization what it is. It's the devotion to this city is the embracing of this city's values and the history and what's come before it that gets us to where we are today and which is gonna take this department another 150 years in the future. So I will miss it. It's been a part of my life since the day I was born. I've been in a firehouse since I was an infant. But it existed for a long time before and it's gonna exist forever and perpetuity afterwards and i'm happy to have played what i hope was a productive role in my 32 years here so thank you chief
4: thanks bob tom is this your last meeting no it's not okay we don't need to hear from you um but i do want to um bring up ramon serrano um i know where is he there he is ramon come on up just say uh hello and um Putting you on the spot as well, but I know it's your last um, meeting as well, and uh, you are appreciated as well, so please.
6: Thank you, President Nicaggio, Vice President Morgan, Commissioner Frazier, Commissioner Collins, Chief Maureen, Command Staff. Uh, actually, I was just prepared for, I'm not as eloquent as. Uh, Bob, and I was prepared for any of the technical questions that might be asked of me today boilers, HVAC, etc. But um, I'll shoot from the hip. It's been a privilege to serve the city and this great department. It's, uh, I couldn't imagine doing anything else. Um, I, I'm, I'm, on, I'm honored. I'm honored to work with everybody in this room. Well, maybe not Mike. but it it truly was an honor i mean i i could have easily been happy you know you know retiring as as a fireman sitting in the back seat of engine eight uh but i did a few more things after that um like i said i love this city i grew up in this i was born and raised in the city Um, i want to thank everybody i want to thank all the commissioners President Ocasio, I've known you the longest. Uh, You've been a class act, we've met a long time ago, and uh, I was honored to work for you. Chief, I wanna thank you for giving the Mexican kid from the Mission District a shot, and uh, I did my best, and uh, I hope I didn't let anybody down. Thank you, everybody.
4: Thanks, Ramon. And I'd just like to say that um, both of the uh, men that just came up and spoke, Bob and Ramon, um, are loyal to this department uh, like nobody else. And I really appreciate that about them. And they uh, get things done when things need to get done. So um, thank, thank you both for your commitment and your contributions. And um, I'm not going to say whether I'm going to miss you or not, Bob. Ramon, I'll miss you. <laughs> um, no, but uh, thank you for um, you know moving the department forward um, with us, Bob, and uh, appreciate it. And I think that's all I got.
1: Thank you very much, uh, Chief. Um, generally, we ask the commissioners, well, uh, what's your public comment first? on the chief's report, and then we'll ask the commissioners. Um, before we go into public comment, I just wanted to w- ask one thing. Um, Chief, uh, as long as we're part of the chief's report, your prerogative, uh, but I know that uh, the president of uh, the AFA has uh, entered the room as well and wanted to make some remarks in terms of Asian American Pacific Heritage Month, which is this month. And um, I was uh, wondering, Chief, if uh, you feel comfortable to a point of having uh, Stan Lee come up here and talk to uh, his statements on Asian American heritage and AFA.
4: Yes. Hi, Stan. Welcome. Um, Didn't see you sneak in. Come on up. And Stan Lee is the president of the uh, Asian Firefighters Association, and he has been a wonderful, wonderful partner um, with uh, my administration. In terms of recruitment and mentoring and um, you know uh, getting us out in the community to community events so Stan all yours thanks for everything brother
7: thank you chief thank you commissioners uh, I know this is a long time in coming I should have been here earlier but I figure at least I show up here before the end of AAPI month and I'd like to thank the chief her command staff every one of them uh, commissioners, especially president Akajo. You guys have been strong partners with the Asian firefighter association. Everything we do for the community, usually the commissioners and the chief is fully behind us. And I would like to say, I am very, uh, privileged to work with you guys and, you know, uh, moving forward. the AFA is trying to do more. We are trying to expand our mentoring, our coaching, trying to increase our numbers. And to my knowledge, this chief has had the most AAPI in this coming academy than any other chief. So numbers are improving. Uh, Unlike past presidents of AFA, I don't like to complain about it. I like to be proactive and that's why the chief knows I've been actively with my uh, executive board going forward reaching out to kids who are interested in the fire service or EMS, that this is a possible route besides becoming a lawyer or doctor or engineer. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) She's laughing because I am the resident rocket scientist in the San Francisco Fire Department. So I I know that many Asian kids are pushed by their parents to be engineers. So, and I have privileged to have served this city as a firefighter for over 28 years now. I have completed 28 years as of two days ago. <laughs> so, but uh, moving forward, the, the, the AFA is also uh, moving forward with our charitable work. We have created a 5013 c the Asian Firefighters Charitable Foundation, where we're gonna go out and support our communities and anyone who would, n- would be of need from us. And, you know, like, like I mentioned, anything the department needs from our side we would be 100 percent behind you guys also i'd like to uh, uh mention that because the outgoing command staff and the incoming one we have now have two aapi members coming in in june that's 50 percent of the command staff that's a, a first for the api and i talked to the chief already uh, we are pr- we are planning to have uh, a banquet in their honor, I'm, I'm shooting for dates in October, and I'm going to work it out with the two, unco- uh, well, the incoming uh, CD3 and CD4, uh, Chief uh, Sandy Tong, to make sure the dates are good, and then uh, I'll let you know, Chief and Commissioner, uh, when that will be, okay? Right. thank you for uh, letting me speak out order. I appreciate it.
4: Thanks, Dan. It's a pleasure to work with you, brother. And yes, uh, Chief Tong and Chief Kailoa, there will be a banquet in Chinatown. Um, I know how Chief Tong loves the uh, attention. (laughs) So um, yeah, anyways. um, Yeah, we're good. Thank you. Thank you very much, Chief. Thank
1: you for that accommodation. I'm going to ask for a public comment before I ask for comments or questions. From the commissioners off the chief's report, Madam Secretary.
0: There is nobody approaching the podium and nobody on the public comment line.
1: All right, public comment on the chief's report is closed at this point. Commissioners, any questions and comments knowing we still have CD3 coming up with our Chief Erica Aristotle Brown and her presentation. Commissioners, any questions or comments at this time?
3: Uh, I'll go. I'll be Vice quick, President yeah. Morgan. Yes, uh, I just want to say thanks for your report, Chief, and, uh, and that was a great ceremony today. Uh, you guys, like I was telling the rest of the command staff, you guys make the mayor look good all the time, and we appreciate it, <laughs> we appreciate you guys. Um, and um, You know, uh, you, you mentioned the autonomous vehicles, and you know, and I, I, if you're gonna get help from the Board of Supervisors, that's great. If you need anything from us, let us know. We'll be glad to help you. I'm sure the other commissioners will be glad to help help out with that uh, potential hazard. <laughs> like you said, it is kind of scary, some of the things that, that those things can uh, get themselves into. But, um, and I also wanna say, um, you know, happy uh, EMS uh, Appreciation Week to everyone. And uh, other than that, I'll just keep it short so we're not here all night. And, Thanks again for your report. Oh, and uh, I just want to say thank you uh, uh, to uh, the retiring staff for your great leadership, uh, uh, Chief Postel and uh, Chief Serrano. And wish you guys weren't leaving, uh, um, but um, I know life goes on. And Chief O'Connor, yeah, thank you guys for your great leadership and uh, congratulations to the new command staff. Uh, chief uh, law and uh, Le- uh, chief electroro I'll get it right one day <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah and that's all I uh, that's all I have thank you
1: thank you very very much uh, vice president commissioner Frazier.
8: Oh, okay, maybe it's this one, sorry. Thank you for your report. Many good things happened in the last since we last met. Uh, just to get to the point, um, and yes, congratulations on EMS week, that, that's a wonderful thing, and today was, was actually really great out at Station 49. I want to say something to Chief Postel, who um, congratulations on your retirement, it's an emotional, Interesting time to be retiring for after 32 years, and I want to thank you for always bringing up the history of the San Francisco Fire Department in your reports. I think that's really valuable. I, I was a I loved history when I was a student. You know, it's all about change and transformation, and really how to inhabit a shared world. And I, I've appreciated your perspective on the history of the San Francisco Fire Department for myself. So thank you for that. Not to mention everything else you did at the San Francisco Fire Department and still do, Uh, congratulate the new incoming CD, two and three, no, yes, two and three, sorry. I look forward to working with both of you. And um, Chief Serrano, good luck to you and thank you for all of your work. It was really nice to hear from you today as well. And finally, just to be brief, um, I didn't get Stanley's last name. Stanley, sorry, Stanley Lee. Thank you for your report, too. I just You made me think of a good friend of mine who is uh, an Asian physician. And she told me long ago, in Asian families, you're either a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, or a failure. Those are your four choices. So I'm very happy I'm going to be able to call her later and say, oh, wait, no, there is a fourth option. So thank you for sharing what you shared with us tonight.
1: Thank you very much, Commissioner Fraser. Commissioner Collins, please.
9: Well, I will join the chorus and thank you for your very complete report and that terrific uh, afternoon at uh, the station 49. I want to uh, thank Chief Postel um, and Chief Serrano. I can't believe that these two giants of the department Are leaving just as I get here I'm trying not to link those two things or or take it take it personally but um, Chief Postel your tour of the firehouses imprinted on me early and thoroughly uh, the work that we've got to do with some of our facilities and I want to assure you um, that I'm not gonna let that drop until everyone is working in um, facilities that that merit you know, that kind of work, and that reflect the kind of work that's done. So, um, and Chief Serrano, similarly, I love to talk about HVAC and boilers and all those things. I'm a reform real estate developer, so thank you as well. And um, that's all I wanted to say. And congratulations to the next regime.
1: All right, thank you. Uh, Let me get my comments in here while you... uh before we move on to Chief O'Connor. First of all, I do appreciate you recognizing uh, the President of AFA, Stanley, to be able to come up and give remarks. Uh, He told me earlier in the month that his intention was to do that. And since the brother is dressed up in this uh, beautiful suit, I figured uh, this is the time for him to get up here and uh, express our appreciation, Chief. I also appreciate uh, the opportunity to have um, Chief Postel come up and verbalize, as well as uh, Chief Serrano. I know, Chief O'Connor, you're not yet, but when you get up there, this is the time. We'd love to hear it. Chief Postel, again, I I think it's really important for all of us uh, as we move on to uh, express whatever thought and feelings that we have within something that you gave your whole life to professionally and your family. So thank you for that service as well. Uh, I was going to wait, Chief Serrano, until your report through Chief O'Connor to get you up here one last time, if you will, and I will do that just to give you a heads up. But uh, I wanted to thank you as well in terms of your remarks. Um, I c- want to congratulate uh, again Chief Lanthrop, Chief Caldola in terms of your new positions. And uh, I think it's real important that we have CD2 and 3 present, Chief Postel, Chief O'Connor. Uh, as we, um, the chief announces the positions in, T- in terms of chief Lonson and Kalua, as we do this transition, I just wanted to say that thank you very much for that with that, uh, Madam secretary, can we get CD three up here?
10: Good evening, commissioners, president Kaja, vice president Morgan, commissioners Frazier and Collins, chief Nicholson and Madam secretary. I'm Tom O'Connor, deputy chief of administration this is my report for April of 2023. If we could get it up on the screen there, thank you. Under our Homeland Security Division with Assistant Deputy Chief Erica Arteseros-Brown, we had a very busy April. We had various trainings and exercises under California Office of Emergency Services. We had a Coordination Committee training on April 19th. We had a United States Coast Guard EMS drill on April 25th. We saw a U.S. Coast Guard helicopter water rescue drill on April 27th. We also had planned events like the Cherry Blossom Parade on April 16th attended by the Asian Firefighters Association and Commissioner Nakajo, where we saw what a rock star you are back in the old neighborhood. Um, And we had the 420 event obviously on 420 in Golden Gate Park. We also saw the uh, activation of our Emergency Operations Center with the power outage that happened downtown uh, from April 26th to April 28th. On our Office of Diversity, Equity and Inclusion with Assistant Deputy Chief Sean Buford. We had Lieutenant Hashim Anderson participate in two high school career panels, one at Mission Preparatory and one at Independence High, where we reached out to youth in high schools to try to show them what a career in firefighting and EMS could be. We also had our first ever boot camp where we had 59 of those members who have been given provisional offers. Uh, They were shown what was to be expected of them when they come into the academy, and we also got a glimpse of what we could expect of them once they got into the academy. So we're sort of feeling each other out and seeing what kind of work we have to do and what kind of work they have to do once they get into the fire training academy. In the month of April also saw some recruitment events being planned out. On Wednesday, May 17th, we had a team's webinar career meeting with potential candidates. On May 21st, we had our first test preparation class for the Fire Candidate Training Center. That's a new testing system that we're developing going forward to get more local and regional candidates. We had another webinar on the 14th coming up in June, and we have the actual written exam for the FCTC to come on June 17th with a deadline of June 30th for members to apply once the new list is uh, developed. Going forward with the Health, Safety, and Wellness Division with Battalion Chief Matt Alba, We had a busy month as well. We had all of our cancer champions set up in the individual firehouses. And if you remember, that's our bottom-up approach with the membership to try to teach the best practices for cancer prevention, uh, training, education, and early testing. We also worked during the month of April with the police department to get training on de-escalating techniques regarding violence in the workplace. On April 26th, we saw our Behavioral Health Unit, Captain Buren, as well as Navigators Green and, Ch- and excuse me Nelson, had an all-day training for 15 members to create a VR or vacation relief list. So this is a way for us to have backup navigators in the event that some of our members go on vacation, get sick, get hurt, whatever, we have backup navigators to help our members. We also had webinars during the month of April in the Firefighter Cancer Initiative Series, Healing for Helpers, Helpers, excuse me, Trauma Resiliency for First Responders, as well as cancer in the fire service hosted by the IFFF. And we had, we continue to collect data from our behavioral health unit through our wellness app. And you can see the statistics are demonstrated by work group, by hours by work group, by the type of stress factor they're facing and hours for each activity. So we're really compiling a strong record going forward for the decision makers to see that this behavioral health unit is a critical uh, new aspect of the department. Under our Office of Employee Health with Dr. Brokaw and Registered Nurse Stephanie Phelps. We had the big Climate Oracle Park. This is an event which benefits the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society to cure blood cancers. That was April 29th. We also saw that month we had 20 promotional and pro- end of probation exams. We had 15 return to duty exams. We had 33 new hire exams and a tour of Battalion 8 where the excuse me, Office of Employee Health went around and talked to everybody about health practices, healthy eating, stress, PTSD, et cetera under support services for our soon-to-be-departed Deputy Assistant Deputy Chief Ramon Serrano. We gave him a break in April. We only had 113 requests for service, which was down 56% from March, thank God. Uh, 88 service orders were completed. And the Clothing Depot is currently preparing uh, the graduation logistics for our EMT Class 23 and Firefighter Class 31, as well as Class 132, Now, this was once a very routine endeavor to put uniforms and PPE together for 50 classmates, but with supply chain issues, it really takes a lot of work and a lot of pre-planning and a lot of multiple vendors to get the equipment that we need. So hats off to Ramon, excuse me, Chief Serrano and his team for getting that done. And here's a photo of the art enrichment artwork unveiling that was hosted today by the SFFD and the Arts Commission. Thank you everyone for attending. Under Earthquake Safety and Emergency Response Bond with soon-to-be CD2 Darius Lutra, we had our water supply officer coordinate with the Bu- Bureau of Equipment and the Water Supply Committee to hold a portable water supply drill and replace hose tender equipment. So this is bringing out our hose tenders and the portable hydrogen system and really lay out all the hose and, and test them at high pressure. So that was a great drill that we had. Um, we also coordinated with the Department of Public Works and Division of Training for a live fire smoke study, and what we're doing is we're looking at the burn room and the Drift patterns of smoke to see how it will affect the new neighborhood that we're moving into now We can try to coordinate and you know manage that smoke uh, during our drills And we continue to prepare for the fire training facility by uh, coordinating a survey of this multi-parcel site the puc As well as a box culvert that transects the site uh, Under our Field Goods section we had captain sherman tillman and station 10 hosted supervisor catherine stephanie For a tour of the firehouse discussion on challenges facing fire and ems as well as a delicious lunch we had our Get Ready Stay Ready Emergency Preparedness Community Fair at the Main Public Library on April 22nd with our community outreach team and in the center tent you can see the ever-present Tommy Cato always reaching out to members and we had members from Engine 5, Truck 5 and Engine 38 as well in the safety presentation. And lastly, we have the 43rd Annual Jim Gallagher Interstation Competition which was held May 13th at Lake Merced. We can see Chief Nicholson and Supervisor Joel Lingardio start the race, and that center photo, when I first got in, this was a popular event, and over the years, it kind of went down and down and down, but it looks like enthusiasm is back. We have a great turnout. And the f- next slide, which we're about to show you, it shows the detrimental effects of decades of service in the fire department. Um, this should have been under and safety, but if we can go to the next slide, you can see the starting point of Chief Postel. O'Connor and Serrano, um, you can see that Postel and Serrano were hired before the advent of color photography, and I had some curious stuff on the top of my head, thank God that's all gone now, and if you go to the next slide, oh, we can see just how tough it is on the human body, 30 plus years in the fire service. So congratulations to Ramon and Bob, I'm not done yet, but I want to say congratulations to them. And. Uh, Thank you for everything. I'm ready to answer any questions you may have.
1: Very good, very good, Chief. May I have a public comment before the commissioners uh, ask their questions or comments? Okay, that's a good idea. Let's wait for uh, Chief Aristotle, Osterio Brown, Chief O'Connor, if we may at this point, have her present and then we'll take comments after that. Thank you, Madam Secretary for that. A great way to end your segment, Chief O'Connor.
10: <laughs> Thank <Great> you way.
1: <laughs>
2: Welcome, oh, good evening, President Nakajo, Vice President Morgan, President, uh, Commissioner Fraser, Commissioner Collins, Chief of Department, Maureen, and Command Staff. My name is Erica Artiseros, and uh, newly married Brown. I have been with the Department since December of 1997. I, like Ramon, um, just a little girl from the Fillmore that grew up in a single-family home and never dreamed I'd be here. Um, and... Getting into the department was um, the most empowering um, experience. Uh, After college, finishing college felt like I'd reached it, but um, this is definitely um, outdoing that experience. Um, And I bring my personal experience into the work that I do and into the way that I approach uh, what I'm doing. Um, i trained in as a firefighter. Um, I spent years leading the NERT program and empowering residents of our city to be active responders. Um, and being chosen to lead the Homeland Security Division has been an honor, and um, I thank you for trusting me uh, with that role. The Homeland Security Division um, started as a way to um, really manage the terrorism threat uh, that we have. We are a high-risk city uh, in the top five uh, rating, and there's a lot of coordination that comes with that and that started with the homeland security or the fema grants and then ultimately the homeland security grants that started coming to our city and so um, our department has maintained this position um, since that time uh, through a series of chiefs i i have learned from each of them and i take the work that they do and i bring it into um, the work that i'm doing now next slide Um, as you can see there are many entities which my position needs to coordinate with As a liaison um, at the federal, state, and local level to ensure that we are ready, Um, a lot of that work that we do is um, for um, our situational awareness. um, Where when things get at at a heightened level, I can inform the chief of department. Um, I'm doing a lot of coordinating with the locally with the police department, our Department of Emergency Management, to make sure we're ready for a terrorism um, attack. But as Chief O'Connor mentioned that's also uh, the, the windstorm and the rainstorms and the power outages and anything that impacts um, our ability to respond at a greater level. Um, I included in your packet a little bit more about each of those um, departments that's not that doesn't really uh, fit on the slide so that all the acronyms can be explained uh, to you. Um, Not only do I work outside as a liaison, um, but there are a lot of things that I do working with my partners that impact internally um, elements of the department that already exist. Um, So uh, the next slide that I put together shows um, the various entities in our department, mutual aid and our uh, operational area coordinator, uh, EMS, training and operations, and HAZMAT, that already have their own lanes, their own uh, missions, and their own work to be done. Uh, But the homeland security uh, position um, has a role that touches each of them. And so in the gray bubbles, I I put in this chart um, elements of my work that touch each of those jobs and how I coordinate with so many divisions in our department to get us ready for large-scale planned events, to get us um, responding for unplanned events. Um, And you hear me use the word plan a lot. I'm essentially the planning arm of our department for terrorism, um, hazmat, and for disaster planning, um, but I don't—I can't plan anything without working alongside operations to find out what the operation will be, and then I can provide that common operating picture. Uh, so, to that point, um, I am in touch with elements that plan regional exercises. Cal OES planned a huge exercise up in. Um, Santa Rosa last year, and we sent a, a rescue team up to participate in that exercise. Um, the Bay, T- Bay Area UASI um, has a training arm, Baytep, Bay Area Training and Exercise Program, and working with the 95th Civil Support Team, the, our Army um, counterterrorism group, they planned a large exercise on Treasure Island. I mean, on um, Alcatraz. And those are the pictures that you see there. So while I'm not the HAZMAT coordinator, that's our battalion two, um, I'm able to plan and coordinate and and reach across to help um, plug elements of our department into um, activities that the region is doing. Um, in disaster uh, planning and response coordination we've had a lot of practice this year with all of the storms that we had our department of emergency management activated the city's operations center that's where not only the fire department goes but uh, public works health health and human services all of those departments come together so that we can coordinate our response and so um, we do a lot of planning in advance we do some training and exercises to make sure that our plans are valid and then um, when the wheels come off the bus uh we gather together to coordinate our response um, i am also coordinate with our uh selected drone pilot lieutenant fogel who works at station 5 um, he has had a passion for this uh prior to uh bringing this to the department and through our homeland security grants we were able to secure a drone and he has built a cadre of seven operators and we are looking to expand that at this time and have increased number of operators if you can go to the next slide, Tom, it has some pictures of some of the, some of the things that he's been able to um, assist operations with, which is uh, an overview of a, a fire and where the hose stream is hitting or other things that somebody that's an incident commander at the fire may want to know. Um, and also with the uh, night lighting, being able to see where our rescuers are operating or where a victim might be hiding in the cliffs are some of the uses that um, we've had for our drone. I also uh, coordinate with the FEMA California Task Force 3. That is one of the heavy rescue teams that deploys across the nation for disasters. Uh, Next month in June, our team is up number two to deploy, and we have um, several members in each of the categories that you see listed on this slide that are training to uh, respond to a federal emergency. Um, But not only that, because they're training, they bring those skills and, and capabilities back to the department. And so it's just another way that our members are dedicated uh, because everyone who's chosen to be part of this team has volunteered to do so. Um, And another way that they're showing dedication to the craft of firefighting and rescue. This is the uh, list of our current members. They also just opened applications and we have seven new members that wish to join the team. And I included the uh, rotation so that you can see that not all of our members would be on the bubble to go every single month. There's a rotating red, white, and blue schedule. And so a few of our members are on the bubble each month. Uh, The special events don't stop in San Francisco. We are a celebratory city. And so uh, this was the slide I took the most time on, because I think I probably left like 10 events off this list. Uh, But I think you get the picture about all of the number of events that not only are we sometimes responsible for assisting with uh, the public events Um, Chinese New Year, the Pride Parade, um, Fourth of July, civic events. But there are some private events like outside lands that while we're not responsible for them, um, as the city's responders, we are impacted by them and we will also um, be prepared to assist around the edges or of course if the wheels come off the bus at one of those events. Uh, Flea week is one of the biggest events that we plan for our department. Um, is one of the major partners with the Fleet Week Association and the military, um, hosting a a canine rescue event, hosting the the, um, press conference to kick it off in um, conjunction with the mayor's office and the Fleet Week Association. And then during the air show, um, our battalion chiefs, lead command, and so I put a picture in there of the, this is the command post out on the pier that's now been condemned. We'll see what they do for this year. Um, but, but our battalion chiefs are, are very involved in making sure that we are ready should something happen during the air show on the front lines. Um, and then we also host the military for a USAR drill on Treasure Island each year, and we've had EMS ride-alongs with the military I get to see frontline what our EMS providers are going through. Uh, Another really important element in Fleet Week is the DISCA. It is the Defense Security Cooperation Agreement. It is the agreement that the military has to support the locals in a disaster. And so we've done exercises with them um, across the board, but this past year was an exercise of how they would support us through, through the air through a helicopter landing in our city to bring resources to a neighborhood that can't be reached by the ocean or might have trouble with roads being impassable in an earthquake. And so we really focused on the communications piece uh, from the fire department side. And we, did, uh, we brought in all the way from our NERTS uh, through our assistant chief to participate. And this was a series of exercises that started in June and went all the way through September. And um, unfortunately the helicopter never actually landed, but the lessons learned were really incredible and we are continuing that, uh, that work to, commu- to have mi- military to firefighter communications uh, for this year's Fleet Week. Um, and then finally, I, I like to say I'm all APEC all the time. The APEC is the Asia Pacific Economic Cooperation Uh, group and they are having their summit here in San Francisco in November the approximately the 12th to the 18th Um, the level of risk for this event is called NSSE Um, it is a national special security event that is the highest risk event with approximately 21 heads of state potentially in our city at the same time and meeting at Co-located as you can see in this picture for uh, for ongoing meetings um, in the same place. And so this will be a very heavy lift locally for police and fire. Now we're working with um, the mayor's office on what that budget will look like, and the and the mayor is highly aware of the impact that will have on our department. Um, but we're also working closely with the you, the Secret Service, who is the lead. Uh, but they don't bring personnel, they look to the locals uh, for the personnel. Uh, to meet the need of the safety of this event with uh, caravans and uh, hotel protection and rescue task forces and so we're on 14 uh, committees as well as the executive uh, committee and so i'm engaging uh, members of the department to help us in in leadership for each of these committees to make sure that our communications are good and that we do um, have a safe event for apec in the fall um, and that's what i've been working on so thank you for your time today
1: Thank you very much, Chief. Uh, Let me call public comment now on Chief Ernestero Brown's report as well as Chief O'Connor's report. Public comment, Madam Secretary?
0: There's nobody approaching the podium and nobody on the public comment line. All right, so
1: public comment is closed. Commissioners, any questions, comments to Chief Aristotle Brown or to Chief O'Connor at this point? Vice President Morgan?
3: Thank you you for your report, Uh, Chief Brown. That was a great report. Thank you. And I'm glad you're on it. Keep us all <laughs> safe in case something crazy happens. You know, um, I, I remember reading one of your reports a while back. Uh, uh, I guess it's the one that was on, uh, was it Treasure Island or?
2: Oh, Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I yeah I that's messed right, that up
3: right, too. Right. And that was like the mass uh, disaster event, potential training that, that, you know, if you had mass, Uh, Well, hopefully not casualties, but victims or whatever. So uh, how often uh, do you do those trainings?
2: Well, I always try, and thank you for your question, I always try and take advantage of every opportunity that I hear someone else is putting them together. Uh So putting an exercise together like that is really difficult. Uh, But the 95th Civil Support Team is a counterterrorism branch of the Army uh, in the Reserves. And so they put that exercise together and Mm -hmm. and invited us. So I always try and... and, take advantage of those opportunities. And we have another one actually coming up in September. It's going to be a ferry exercise. Uh-huh. And the ferry company partnered uh, to put together an exercise with all of those groups of um, an attack on the ferry or on the shore. So they're uh-huh. going to do something out on the water and on the shore. And we'll get the opportunity to, to drill with them without having put the exercise together, because it's a heavy lift.
3: Right, right. No, that's a great idea. Yeah. To, yeah. To, uh...
2: I don't know, two to on, three times a year, I guess, I'd say we yeah. have that opportunity.
3: Yeah, the more the better, actually. But You're right. it seemed like you got a, a niche on it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's great. I mean, it's a kind of supplemental, right? Because our Division uh-huh. of Training um, is working with our hazmat team, and they have an annual refresher. Um, and some, so they'll bring in experts. This year was on uh, lithium-ion batteries and the impact that they can have and the risks that they provide to us. Um, so the the major exercises are supplemental to the other ongoing training that we do.
3: Okay, great stuff. We'll keep up the good work. Thank, thank you, you for your report.
1: Thank you very much, Vice President Morgan. Commissioner Frazier.
8: Yes, thank you. Thank you both. Uh, thank you, Chief O'Connor, for your report first. I always appreciate your humor. Me too. And I will miss that. Um, I have a question about the behavioral health navigators. Those are the, I think you've been speaking to us about those the last few meetings. Those are fellow firefighters uh, who are there for support. I mean, please preview uh, review that for me, including the part about vacation relief. I didn't quite understand that.
10: Sure. Those are uh, cultural, culturally competent uh-huh. navigators. So they're fellow EMTs, firefighters, paramedics, etc., Some of that our members can feel comfortable reaching out to who will understand them and then they can guide them to the appropriate resources and treatment strategies. And then we had that training session, so we have 15 additional vacation relief people, a pool of people we can pick from that we can plug in to watch over our other clients and help out if they go on vacation or get sick or need time off. So it's sort of a, a relief valve for our members.
8: That's great. Thank you. That was helpful. And thank you for your full report. Thank you. And uh, Chief Arteseros-Brown, thank you for your report as well. Um, I I had a question. You said that there are certain things that we're not responsible for, like at outside lands. So what happens or how,
2: what Great question. Yeah, so there are income generating events that come into the city. Uh, Sorry, I wasn't clear about that. And so they are responsible to hire medical coverage for that. And and so that should not impact our system Um, But, of course, there's always some overflow. So we plan for it, and we plan with them, and we're aware of it. But we are not specifically assigning resources. Uh, But the 4th of July is a civic event. The city is responsible. And so as the city uh, service, we do assign resources to events like that. Well, that makes sense. I was just wondering, what do they do out there in Golden Gate
8: Park when they're calling 911 if it's not us (laughs) answering the the calls. Yes, yeah, so the, they
2: hire uh, they hire um, medical services, uh, first aid booths, uh, EMTs and paramedics, and some transport ambulances. And actually the, the LEMSA, the local emergency services agency, um, maintains the requirements based on the number of people that will be attending, whether or not alcohol is served, whether it's on the water. Um, so they have to submit a medical plan to those requirements. We
8: have a very, very full plate, uh, is what I can mm-hmm. say. And I think probably the storms that we had were good as far as planning and preparation and and learning some things, although they didn't all have to come in the same month. But it looks like they came in a very short period of time. I hope that was something good came from that. And then the last thing I want to say is when I saw that on 14 committees for one event, if there's anything we can do to help, please let us know. Thank you. That's a lot of committees for one event. Thank you very much for your report.
1: Thank you, Vice President. Excuse me, Commissioner Frazier. All right. um, I'll just make a comment to you, uh, Chief Astero-Brown, and then I'll make my comment to uh, Chief O'Connor and get Chief Serrano up here. But um, the intention of the the commission and myself as the president is to get as many of our officers and units to present. Uh, We have a wonderful commission, but we have now a full commission, and there's just so much information and knowledge base. And so for us to get the folks who are the main players, the points, the responsible chiefs to come up and update us and give us information, uh, it's really, really helpful because uh, nobody really realizes, and I've been on for a little while, how vast the responsibilities. And so when Chief Postel and Chief O'Connor talk about the men and women in the department and everything that's done under operational administration, EMS, um, it gives us a clearer picture. So. Thank you very much for your presentation. And we appreciate it. Um, chief O'Connor. Um, I, 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 I want to get Chief Serrano up here um, again uh, through the chief. But I just wanted to let you know again. Um, your presentations are, are just really educational. But they're also uh, what I call grabs the attention of the commissioners at least mine. Uh, that blend of uh, information always in terms of uh, what we need to know with a blend of humor if you will, but also uh, your last slide in terms of when you all came in <laughs> to how you all are now. Um, things look uh, really good. Um, it was going to be interesting in terms of how you were all before. Uh, looked look like some rambunctious uh, individuals, there. <laughs> particularly uh, Chief Serrano, I, oh, my God, you know what I mean? Uh, but it's great that we went through career development, but thank you very much, Chief, I mean, thank Chief you. O'Connor. FOR YOUR PRESENTATION. CAN I GET CHIEF SERRANO UP HERE? THANK YOU. CHIEF uh, SERRANO, I DON'T HAVE A LOT OF QUESTIONS. IT'S JUST AS AN OUTGOING CHIEF OF SUPPORT SERVICES, AND WE'VE BEEN FOCUSING ON THE BONDS AND ALL THE EFFECTS OF THE BONDS, AND I KNOW THAT WE HAVE CHIEF Lumthrop ON AS WELL, BUT NOW WE'RE GOING THROUGH a, A POSITION CHANGE AND SUCCESSION PLAN, IF YOU WILL. COULD YOU SHARE WITH THE COMMISSIONERS A LITTLE BIT IN TERMS OF, BECAUSE I'M FOCUSING ON THE NEW TRAINING FACILITY. And there's a picture in here on your report as well. But as we move forward with everything that we've done within this last era, Station 35, Station 16, can you remark a little bit as to your feelings in terms of as we go through this transition? And is that, uh, is it Mike Mullen, Chief Collins, is that uh, be coming in to do uh, a replacement of your duties and tasks? But could you let us and share with the commissioners some of your thoughts? and. I, uh, feelings about what we think we should be aware of please
6: well the fire training facility and anything to do with ESA will be is currently under Chief L- uh current position and I'm assuming that that position will be he'll be replaced by somebody else but uh, for now I guess it'll, it'll come back to support services Obviously, we have to deal with the uh, Department of Public Works, the architects, et cetera, on the big facility or the big projects, uh, fire training facility, etc. cetera. Um, we're still dealing with Station 35 uh, and that build. Um, obviously, you went to the ADF uh, Station 49 for the uh, art exhibit inauguration. Um, my job right now would be to... Uh, advise uh, chief mullen on uh, everything that i've been dealing with i deal with facilities i deal with fleet uh, right now what i'm advising you is like everything that we're the fleet it's a challenging time for fleet uh, so we are you know trying to procure different uh, apparatus vehicles for the department it's very challenging because there's not much out there right now and build times have gone through the roof as far as from 300 to 600 plus days. Um, so that is challenging. That will be challenging for Chief Mullen. Uh, as far as facilities are concerned, uh, we just uh, plan for the, uh, the repairs as usual. Uh, for any big projects, you know, we will come to the uh, commissioners and say, these are the projects we're working on. The fire training facility is the biggest project we have ongoing at the moment. Uh, everything else is just uh, generators. You know, um, Station Seven is another project that we are um, planning to uh, for, um, and also if we have enough funding to, you know, to perform that job, that build. I'm optimistic. You know, the thought of is going to with, uh, with Station Five's plan. We use that as a blueprint and kind of like tweak that for station seven I mean there's so much I deal with uh, on a day to day basis you know facilities fleet um, oversee clothing logistics etc I just make sure everybody has what they need to do their job you know apparatus equipment a safe clean place to stay Um, and I got a guy (laughs) a <laughs> couple guys here and there that could help us, you know, that helps us. You know, my Rolodex, and I'm dating myself by saying Rolodex, is, is, is deep. Um, if, uh, if I can't do it or anybody my staff or, you know, anybody that works with me and can't do it, we'll find somebody that can. And that's what my job is, facilitating, you know, the best... Possible service and outcome for our department at the best price. Um, so, I mean, I could keep going on and on.
1: Yeah, and I appreciate it. We do appreciate it. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Uh, again, a long time ago, in terms of coming up, you know, I always heard different phrases, but one of the phrases that really affected me was that the book stops with me. And I always looked at you like that. That in terms of support services and your predecessors, it's a huge area. It's not like the other departments are not, or units are not. This is a huge area. So I really appreciate the kind of conscientious responsibility administratively to deal with this as well. Chief Nicholson, did you want to have some remarks on this?
4: Yeah, just briefly, as um, Chief Serrano said, um, we have uh, the ESER Assistant Deputy Chief and that is Darius Lutrup. So we will not be losing his expertise on the fire training facility and we will be advertising that position uh, likely next week. So it's not going back to support services because support services has way too much to do and also overseeing uh, the build out of a fire training facility is just too much and that fire training facility has to be done right. And so um, that's why we put that uh, POSITION IN THERE BECAUSE THERE'S SO MUCH PRESSURE ON uh, SUPPORT SERVICES. AND IN TERMS OF CHIEF SERRANO SAYING, um, I HAVE A GUY, uh, HIS CONNECTION um, TO THE COMMUNITIES HERE IN SAN FRANCISCO HAS BEEN INVALUABLE. SO having HAVING HIM grow up here in the mission and just, you know, he's, he's a, a likable guy, he can talk to anybody and, and uh, he has a ton of connections that have served us really well in terms of getting work done. So um, that's his, his uh, connection to the community has been invaluable.
1: Thank you, Chief, for those remarks. Um, again, when I came on and looked at support services, at, at some point or another, I couldn't figure out how this unit could deal with all of the things on the table. And uh, at some point, uh, being here in terms of longevity, I never thought I'd be here for the opening of Station 49, and I made it. When you start talking about the training facility, and right now in our city and county and our department, we're going through a tremendous change, a succession plan, if you will. And the young bucks that are in, men and women, and in terms of all of the veterans out there, this is a crucial, essential period of time. So. Again, you remind me of I got a guy or I got a connection. I mean, that's how we used to get things done, and still to this day. So we're going to miss you, and uh, but I sure hope we got your connection still somehow, some way.
6: They're always there, and I want to thank my whole team. Well, the command staff, Chief Nicholson, and particularly all my team on support services. Uh, they bust their butts uh, to get things accomplished, and I really appreciate everything they did.
1: Thank you very much, Chief Serrano. Godspeed. Thank you. All right. Commissioners, anything else before we conclude? Okay, we look uh, all right, Madam Secretary.
0: We're on to item five, which is adjournment.
1: I would like to adjourn this meeting in the memory of Jack McCloskey. This meeting is adjourned. (laughs)